moments ago, Aaron and Billy heard this loud bang coming from the upper part of the hangar. Oh my God. Dude. Was that upstairs? That was upstairs. The guys quickly head up there to experiment with a new piece of equipment called the Paranormal Music Box. This is a fully functional, winding music box that spirits who were alive in earlier times will be very familiar with. Spirits, especially children, will be drawn to trigger this device by using the motion sensor located on the front. Okay, walk go over there, walk in front of it. And the longer you stay, the more it plays. Right. Okay, that's a good test. Now come over here. Okay, I said let's go downstairs for just a little bit. As the guys head downstairs, they receive a message on the ovulus. Poltergeist. Poltergeist! Did you just see that? Wait. What happened to our walkie-talkie when we just... Oh my god. That thing just flashed up there. The music box lights up, but there isn't enough energy to wind the device to make the music play. Is this spirit nibbling at our piece of bait? Billy decides to place the device in the exact spot where the director of security's camera was knocked over up here. Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome to the ninth episode yes. of A Strange Thing Podcast. Yes, and I'm Mike. And I'm Austin. And together we are your hosts, hosts. for this really cool auditory form of communication. Mm-hmm. This vehicle <laughs> of information. Yeah, so what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about the technology used, quote unquote, technology used... <laughs> For ghost to hunting? hunt and find and communicate with ghosts. Well, I think everybody has probably seen and turned on the TV. And there are all kinds of programs on the major networks about ghost hunting. Yep. And if you're a YouTube person or one of those mediums, there are... Mediums. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> there are tons of programs that people create about this subject. Right. Locally, they go to the state penitentiary. Yeah. Here and locally. then they lock themselves in there at night. And they record it. They use like And they walk around with cameras. night vision and they yeah. say things like, if you're here with us, give us a sign. sign. Oh, I just felt something cold touch my neck. Oh, I oh. just got this oh crippling oh. feeling in my in my toenail. Something's wrong. <sighs> I don't know what it is. This is weird. And we don't mean to mock them. Yeah, I mean, I do. Okay, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, there is a lot of uh, fantasticism. Let's call it that. Mm. I like that word. Naughty word. Fantasticism? I don't know. Fantasticals. <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of hype around ghost hunting, looking for spirits and scary things. And if you watch things on... On any of the channels, they over-dramatize everything. They make everything this big deal. They mm -hmm. use creepy music and really... Picture, lots of pictures of dolls. Dolls. And they do all kinds of weird editing so that mm -hmm. it looks scary. And they have this you know, image of like a kind of a creature on all fours running down the hallway when it has nothing to do with yeah, anything. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. And uh, so we're skeptics. I think it's, it's I fair think to say. it's pretty fair to say we're skeptical. And we've gone to a few places, but I, we do recognize that people have experiences. Mm -hmm. So we're not poo-pooing on their experiences because that is unique to them. But we are definitely pretty poo-pooing on the way that it's <laughs> over-dramatized. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, 
even if they maybe didn't see something or if nothing was there, it was real to them. Yes. Whether it's their imagination or an illness or something. Yeah. It yeah. could be a whole number of things. And I've been in the dark before where mm-hmm. you can't see like this microphone in front of me. It would, it's yeah, that it's dark. Completely dark. It's yeah. like being blind and you start to see a blue shape well, and the- you start to see a, a shimmer of light and mm-hmm. then it's not there. It's just well, your brain is filling in the gap. There's all kinds of psychology surrounding this because you have people in states where they've lost a loved one. And they really want to hear that loved one, or they've they've they're looking for answers, and so they're they're casting their questions out to the universe, and they want the universe to respond. Right. So there's an expectation and hope and desire mm-hmm. that they can somehow get those those questions answered. And so I don't want to like negate that. I think that's that's a real. I think people do that, and you know when people think that the ghost of grandma comes and speaks to them. You know, that's a special thing. That's a very emotional thing. And I don't want to make fun of that in any way, shape, or form. Whether it really is, I don't know. I'm a skeptic. But I know the need and I know the desire for people to have those kind of answers. So anyway. But before we get too deep into it, Austin, let's do our shout outs. Oh, yes. And let's beg a little bit too. Beg? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. let's beg. Get on your knees and beg. (laughs) <laughs> but first, do the shout-out. We have a shout-out to Shaylee at Pizza Hut. Yes. Who supplied us with our dinner tonight. And the pizza was so fine. It was very good. It was super good. I throw jalapenos on it. I there. know. We doctored it up. but Little diced jalapenos. Yeah, it was really good. That's yummy. But we went there, got in a little conversation. We told her that we, you know, she asked if we were doing anything tonight special, fun. And I'm like, no, we're going home and eating pizza. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. We're recording a podcast. And she goes, oh, really? really? What was it? Like Joe Rogan? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly like that. Yeah. Except for imagine uh, with like 20,000 million less listeners. (laughs) (laughs) So we told her what we do and that we're just doing it for fun. And uh, we told her we'd give her a shout out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Shaylee, thank you. The pizza was great. That was awesome. I hope you're listening. Tell all your friends. Service was great. That service was awesome. If the manager of this unnamed rest, no, it's Pizza Hut. We can it's say it's Pizza Hut, unnamed location. Yeah, unnamed location. Pizza Hut. Yeah, does not give her a raise, then he's a loser. Yeah. Well. Well, okay, maybe not a loser. He definitely isn't going to get a shout out. He or she? I don't. He, I think yeah, it's he or mighty she. Presumptuous of you. They are undervaluing their employee exactly. in Shaylee because she was really was good. Phenomenal customer service. And it was funny because we went in there, and <laughs> in, in this location, which shall remain nameless, it's right by a liquor store, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is about what a mile from my house, not even that far. Yeah. So. We went in there, and the pizza wasn't ready. They have a screen that says, you know, ready in 10 minutes. It's cooking. We're like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, there's the liquor store. So we went over there. We went on a little walk. Yeah, and I'm always in the lookout for, you know, some good Irish whiskey or scotch or something like that. And they had a bottle, and so I bought a bottle of... (laughs) It's middle shelf. It's not really expensive, but not the cheapest. Yeah, it's like $88, I think. No way. Your mom would kill me. (laughs) But we got the whiskey, and then we came back, so we had a whiskey in a brown bag and set it up on the Pizza Hut. Counter. And uh, yeah, she didn't seem to mind at all. No, she, she was yeah. like, these guys are crazy. Either that or she thought we were wicked cool. That's probably why she was like, you guys got anything fun planned tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I see the whiskey bottle. What are you guys going to do? You should have said something like funeral. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to go talk about dead people. <laughs> 
Because we are. We are. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on with it. I agree. Okay. I really have to sneeze. Look at a bright light. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it would work. <laughs> hey, Dad. Carpe diem. Carpe diem? Sneeze the day. <laughs> sneeze day. <laughs> Carpe diem. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh also gosh. from Letter Kenny. Yeah, Letter Kenny. All right. So, anyway, Shaylee, thank you for engaging us and letting us share our podcast idea with you. And speaking of sharing our podcast idea, we really want to ask you because we're trying to get more listeners. We want to go more, bigger, and better. And we have a lot of fun doing this, and we're going to, that's our main goal. Have fun. Have all the fun. Right. So we don't care if we get like lots of listeners. We want them, but but we really don't do it for that reason. But if we can have both, that would be the bomb. Mm-hmm. So if you would do us a favor, tell your friends about us, one thing. Tell them, you know, these really cool guys. Word of mouth. Word of mouth is good. And then go online, like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We've got a Facebook page. On Facebook, just look up a strange thing, and it will come up. And we like our Facebook Instagram. page. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. We have, I think, LinkedIn as we well. We have the Insta Google tweet face. Yes, we do <laughs> all the time. I just look in the mirror, and that's exactly what I think. <laughs> the Insta Google tweet face. <laughs> Tweak. <laughs> Tweaker face. Yes, but anyway. Get online and uh, like us on your favorite podcasting app, Stitcher, Stitcher, Castbox, yeah, iTunes, all of those, all of them. Like us, all of us. Thumbs like up us, yeah. Thumbs hearts, all the hearts. Thumbs up us. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, man. But anyway, yeah. Give us a thumbs up. Stars, whatever rating yeah. system they got. Yeah, and uh, help us get on. Uh, you know, some of their uh, built-in um, promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, the more people that like us, and if we have a little traction that way, then they'll actually feature us in in different yeah. ways. And leave reviews because, like, yeah, when I I look at a podcast, I'll go through you know see how many stars. If it's got three stars and the reviews are, I really love this podcast, but the the guy's voice is annoying. Yeah, I'll be like, well, I'll give it a shot still because maybe the yeah. content's good. This guy just doesn't like his voice. So yeah. leave a review of what you like and what you don't like about the podcast. And if you hurt our feelings, we'll come get you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hunt you down and shoot you with our love arrows. Yes. Love <laughs> arrows. Shoot you with our love arrows and noxious gas. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, I said anyway again. Yeah, you did. I got to drive home, man. You I know. can't keep doing it. I know. We got to keep going. So take the time and uh, just it, it only takes a few seconds. And check a box, uh, write in a little comment. Um, if you have suggestions, we want to hear those. Please rate us highly, even though you might have suggestions, because we're willing to change as long as we don't have to become somebody we're not. And uh, if there's things that we do or don't do that you would like to see, you know, that's really good information for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, uh, you know, give us a, a rating and, and stuff, we'll, we'll like you, even if it's not good. Yeah. And uh, we'll do our best. So we go to Pizza Hut. Yes, we do. Pizza's not ready. We go to the liquor store. Yes, we do. We go back to Pizza Hut. And pizza's ready. We talk to Shaylee. Shaylee. Shaylee tells us about a ghost that follows her around. Yes. While you are holding a bottle of spirits. Yes. But how do we find these spirits, Dad? You look in the brown paper bag on the counter. Or you could find 
some ghost technology. Ghost technology. That's what we needed at Pizza Hut. Because we all know that if it's technical, it has to be accurate and true. Yep, exactly. And that's kind of the focus of our podcast tonight because I don't think the ghost technology is very accurate. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a scam. It's a scam. I'm going to use the scam word. Maybe like, uh, yeah, scam. 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 Okay. So it does do things. It the tech things, the technology so that, that we that <laughs> we're talking about, find ghosts. It does things. I mean, it looks cool. Lights flash. It gives you readouts. It makes it feel like it's high tech, and that there's noises. A, yeah. And okay, so let's let's take one. I'll tell you what we'll do. We're gonna put this flashlight on the windowsill over here. If you're still here with us, can you give us a sign of your presence? If you use your energy, you may be able to cut this flashlight on. We heard a very tragic story about Anna Corbin. We're trying to figure out why those two boys killed an innocent person. Do you know anything about that murder? Whoa. Whoa, hey. So you are here with us. Can you turn that flashlight off? Anna? Turn it off. Don't be shy. You want me to count to three and you can turn it off? One, two, three. There you go. I'll count that. We did the flashlight explanation last week. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the pieces of equipment that every good ghost hunter should have. But depending on the type of flashlight, you could easily manipulate the flashlight so that it comes on and off based on the heating and cooling and the shrinkage and expanding of metal materials yeah Yeah. metal the plastic everything and if you have a flashlight you know well you could turn it on and know that within a certain amount of time that it's going to turn off especially if you've kind of practiced practiced (laughs) right (laughs) yep yeah so i mean there's the flashlight that's an important piece i'm curious to see because i had heard that that little bit of information as far as the expansion of the materials of the mm-hmm. flashlight and stuff did you find that in your little bit of research at all i didn't look for it at all uh, i thought we should get a a, a mag light or something and we Go should test that's it got somewhere. not probably an led because they don't get that warm but try something that's got more of an incandescent or some kind mm-hmm. of a light in it that gets a little we should heat. watch a video of that yeah process I'm, and then try to find that i bet you it's on youtube so we have the flashlight and it can be manipulated that's all we're saying yeah but it's a it's an important tool, whether mm-hmm. you're ghost hunting or if you're just trying to find your way through a dark room. So that one's okay. So next up we have the EVP. Yep. Which Electronic st- voice phenomenon. Yes. So all that is is a voice recorder that you can analyze later <laughs> because you don't really hear the stuff usually while yep. you're while you're uh, listening for it. And you wait for sounds that make words or sentences from so, beyond. Yeah. So to sum up the process, you would walk in with your voice recorder, basically. Turned on. And you'd say, is there anybody here with us? And you'd keep asking various questions mm-hmm. until you hear. And then you're like, you what? listen to it over. Did you hear that? Yeah. You listen yeah, to it over and something. over again yeah. until you hear what you want to hear. Well, or, right? or you know. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> I think so. But let's. I want to back off a little bit. I got some stuff to show you from down in the dungeon. Really? Yes. 
and uh, you're gonna love it, maybe. Check this out. When I heard it, it immediately registered what it was. Let's see if you can hear it. I can hear three words, but I can't hear what it says. I want you. Seriously? Who did you kill? I hear it. Okay, that's creepy. Those EVPs in the dungeon definitely creep me out. I don't think I'll be going down there again. I guess there are some it that is are possible creepy. that there are things that are true, but it is butchered so much by extremism that you get skeptical and, and you don't want to believe anything. Right. And and that's the thing. It's like, I've seen so much of this and it's been abused so badly. I don't even believe any of it. But I think there could be such a thing. Right. I don't want to close my mind to it, um, that there could be a voice or something. And it could be explainable. I want to be careful. But for the most part, yeah, I think it's a big ball of crap. Um, because people are looking and assigning a sound tainted by their own ideas and what they want it to say. And then you can hear it. And then if you tell somebody else, then they're like, oh, yeah, I can kind of hear that, too. And off it goes. Right. They kind of like lead people down the path. But yeah. Which, by the way. You could have actually heard it, I guess. And, and I haven't dug this up to analyze it. But I'm going to. And I'm going to play it in this spot right now. Or any of the doors. Couldn't see anyone. It was pretty freaky. After that is when Ez heard those chains downstairs that you put in uh, the, the first part of this podcast series. And then I guess my first personal introduction to who we call James. When Brian, your uncle, was doing his voice recording at Milner's Gate, there is a weird sound that I can hear. It sounds like a person's voice that's just under his speaking voice. Hmm. I don't know if it's somebody yelling across the restaurant. I don't think so because there's tons of that kind of background, kind of ambient noise of right. people eating and stuff at the restaurant. This sounds nefarious. Oh, boy. It's a funny doctor's car. Like that. Ooh. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Ooh. this. And I know Brian didn't do it because he's talking. Right. If and, he did, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, he could speak out of those speak, sides of his mouth. and then his mouth. stomach is like... Kind of like yours. <laughs> My stomach. Does, I'm, yeah, I don't know. That pizza <laughs> made me burp a lot, I guess. <laughs> that is pretty weird. That, was, that is... I know, yeah. Can you like uh, like zoom in or like enhance the audio and, yeah, and clean can, it up and like equalize it so we can maybe hear, hear what, it what it is? If there's something there, we'll do the EVP it's, actual right clarification. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really. pretty bizarre. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, it'll take a minute. Let's just pause here for a moment. I'll uh, tweak it and we'll see what we can pull out. Okay. Okay. Pull out. My strangest thing in birds. That was really weird. It Wasn't it strange? It, uh, I was kind of listening. It almost sounds like it's saying, buy Strange Thing merch. Yeah. And leave, then it said, like, leave, leave a, a review. review. Oh, you got review. What'd you I've, get? It doesn't make any sense. All Re I know is renew. James James must be a fan. He must be. He must be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Let's get going. <laughs> but anyway, so we got EVPs. We got flashlights. 
And then we got what other? I got a fun story about EVPs. If okay, you yeah, yeah, listen. I yeah. I, it was from. Uh, okay, so I have a confession. All I do at work is work and listen to podcasts while you work. Yeah, so you and don't whistle while you work. You're. You I, I might whistle like uh, knowledge bomb, like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it's called Unexplained. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I listened to that once more. It's with. Richard McLean And he has Smith. kind of a British voice. Richard McLean Smith. Yes. Although some people might call him Dick because his name is Richard. Richard. Uh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, his, the episode is called Come Talk to Me. Okay. And it's about Friedrich uh, Joe. Oh, uh, Jurgensen. Jurgensen. He's kind of like yeah. the father of the voice box. Yeah, he, he's kind the one that kind of got the whole phenomenon. EVP thing kind of going. He started the train wreck. Yeah, and uh, in this particular episode, he he's recording something. It's kind of vague. I haven't really listened to it in a long time. But uh, he goes downstairs because he gets a phone call and leaves a recorder going. And yeah, and his dog is with him, and he can hear his dog run out of the room with him, and then the dog comes back while he's still down on the phone. Yeah, and then okay. he comes back up and he re-listens to what? Maybe he's researching EVPs, but. He re-listens to what he had recorded, and there's all this static when he comes in and when he leaves. Like, So uh-huh. when he comes in, there's static. When he leaves, there's not. And while he's gone, there's some voices talking to the dog <laughs> on the EVP. What, like, good little doggy. <laughs> oh, you little puppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I think so they're, I think he was talking. a German guy, right? So he's probably yeah, speaking Friedrich to him like, my name Pucha. <laughs> Meinen Pooch. Meinen Pooch. Meinen Hund. Ja, das Hund. Hund. Ja. Ich bin meinen Hund. Meinen Hund. Whatever. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, but there's these voices talking to the dog while he's yeah. down on the phone talking to somebody about the recording. So it's kind of weird because you can actually hear him leave the room. Yeah. And then you can hear him on the phone downstairs. Which is, you know, it's kind of a strange thing. So we. Thing. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it fits. Well, but okay, so we can like doctor and put our voices into the background of like Brian Who at Milner's. Ga- I know well, that's yeah, so lame. Freaking stupid bum. <laughs> yeah, like you could get away with it. But <laughs> he really experienced some stuff. From what I read about him, there is a lot of recordings and a lot of research that he mm-hmm. put into the EVP phenomena, and he actually started creating some of the original stuff that eventually became ghost boxes and things that now are a little more. Uh, mainstream right i feel like those germans they were really about the germans are very the poltergeists poltergeists but they're also very mechanical and utilitarian in the way they think so i know like hitler had his little like witch witchcrafty occultic studies and yeah we're not saying we're not equating friedrich with uh hitler with hitler no yeah it's kind of slander yeah okay but <laughs> well, anyway, there you go. Yeah, there's they. I feel like the the German people in general. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'm just gonna shut my trap. So, so there's my tidbit. Okay, that's a good tidbit. So now after your tidbit, let's go on to the next one. Okay, which is an EMF monitor, and basically it measures energy. And the theory is that ghosts are made of energy. They interact, and so you would expect them to interrupt or somehow influence the electromagnetic field Mm -hmm. that's around you. So you can get EMF equipment anywhere, but uh, I got one that works with my uh, smartphone. Right. 
and it actually works weird. you can turn it on you can go over to an outlet or you can go to anything that's changing the magnetic frequency and it will go off i think of like a geiger meter a yeah geiger it's, it's kind of like that where it's like yep yep and it makes all these crazy noises as it detects radiation right. or well yeah right energy frequency so what you see like in these broadcasts people walking around with these emf devices and they're looking for any changes in the electromagnetic field. And it's like if so, if they see it, they think, well, that's a hot spot for supernatural apparitions or whatever. Mm-hmm. That there's something that's disturbing the force. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> and and so <laughs> they go around. They look for this stuff. And and usually it's funny how the EVPs and the EMF and the ghost box kind of all work together to, at the same time. And it's like, oh my gosh. There's yeah. a haunting going on. It's something's going on right now. I heard a right. voice, and the EMF's going crazy. And what do you want to tell us? And the ghost box says something like, "You will die." Whoa. Yeah, something weird. But then you have thermal temperature measuring. So you have a device that can actually measure the temperature that's going on in an environment. And the, the idea there is that if you meet a ghost, that for some reason it brings a chill into the natural world like it's absorbing the heat energy or something, something. Yeah. or maybe the veil between two dimensions is moving and like it's spacious and cold on the other Ooh. side so the air temperature drops so you use these thermal tools thermometers to de- yeah <laughs> but like some of them are like lasers and yeah you, know, you have like infrared yeah. thermometers you have yeah i got one that i can shoot at my steak and i can tell how hot my steak is on oh. the surface, which is really cool because you want to get a good I char on the top of steak. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, how hot your metal getting? You know, hot. You want to know red hot. So you, they'll use those kind of things and they'll measure a drop in temperature, and and that's supposed to indicate that a ghost or apparition is something near. happened. Yeah. Yep. And then another device, which is very popular, are these so-called ghost boxes. And they come in a wide variety of flavors. Some of them are just banana flavor. <laughs> they're, no, they're technology that like scans like radio frequencies, yeah. AMF and frequencies. <clears throat> and the idea behind that is that the ghost or supernatural person or apparition or whatever can manipulate the frequency to create a word or sentence. And the in the box usually has its own presets Decoder. of like yeah. it made this frequency that in our status word. So. Yeah. So basically, it's creating white noise of varying frequencies constantly in the radio. Right. And and then it's taking information that it receives from spirits. Interpreting. And, and then interpreting it into words that a robotic voice would project. Right. So it'll say <clears throat> like, you know, what, what, I think we did a little outtake. Yeah, like, like, James. <laughs> James. <laughs> James. Right. <laughs> yeah. So <sighs> there is no science that says this will work other than blind faith by the people who are operating the boxes that a ghost is going to somehow know to manipulate radio frequencies to bring about this basically a electronic eight ball to bring out the right word right that says what you want to hear exactly so i mean it is like a real stretch but it looks cool it does look cool 
and it looks like high tech, and it looks like it's, it's doing lights. something. Yeah, it's got lights, antennas, and so, it's got digital voices sometimes yep. that'll give you the word, or it'll print it out for you. Ooh, printing sounds neat. Yeah, well, it's in like LCD or LED, so sometimes right. it's in color. I think it'd be cool. Like, and and depending where you go to buy this, and I'm not going to mention any websites or anybody that manufacture these things because I don't want to impact their business, <laughs> but. <clears throat> they basically have their own machines that are milling the parts, doing their own circuit boards. They're doing 3D printing to make it look like it's something cool. A lot of them look like something that's steampunk, you know, mm-hmm. right out of Firefly, uh, which was a really great series. It was. I wish they would have kept gone. that going. But yeah. Nathan Fillion, I love you, man. Yep. But <laughs> if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give us a shout out and come yeah. hang out. Maybe we get like ten thousand more listeners if you just I say I listen to strange things. Doctor Horrible sing along <laughs> blog. I like the rookie. I like Flyerfly. I like Serenity. Yep. I like Castle. Yep. We Nathan like you, Fillion. Come on, give us a. We we want to feel the love, yeah. Nathan. <laughs> so anyway, oh, I did it. Take a drink. I'm taking a drink too. Oh, gross. No, this is dragon's milk. Yeah, so now we go on to what other what other technological devices do they use? I mean, some people just bring, and they say, I'm a medium, and I feel mm-hmm. the presence of something. That's kind of where I was going to go. I said, mm-hmm. not um, mechanical or electronical, but biological. Biological. Anything that's alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. They have people that are supposedly more sensitive mm-hmm. to apparitions or anomalies in the space-time continuum. Right. And they can sense these entities or spirits or whatever they are, and they can help us understand what they're trying to tell us. So one that people may know but not be thinking of is just a Ouija board. Oh, no. See, that opens up a whole can of worms. It does, but that's the way people often try to communicate or find spirits and ghosts and... So a medium, a Ouija board, or tarot readings. Yeah. Well, a Ouija board you could go buy. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. common... You don't have to go to a medium to do that. Exactly. Yeah, and, okay. And board game companies make these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can just go to a game store and odds are you can find a Ouija board. So I'm just going to say... There are a lot of creepy things that happen around Ouija boards. I know. That could be its whole episode. It could. Maybe yeah. we should do that. I got a catalog of here. But I don't wanna I don't wanna encourage anybody to go out and buy a Ouija board. If anything, I wanna warn people away from Ouija boards. Okay, so so as much of a skeptic as I am on ghosts and all of that and the tech behind ghosts, I do believe there are spirits. Yeah, it's probably from my Judeo-Christian background, and Judeo. I believe I believe in evil. I believe in demons and those kind of things. Although I would categorize them differently than what I grew up with, mm-hmm. I'd call them like Elohim or spirit beings that are in a different dimension. A little more nerdy, a little more scientific, nerdy than just mystical, right? Um, but man, there are weird things that happen around Ouija boards. My sister has a story about it. And I think it's tapping into diabolical and nefarious I agree. Things, forces. I even never mind. Well, that was save it for another. Well, yeah. Well, no. I you know I think that there are spirits. Now, uh, in our word uh, that we use for spirits, 
What are spirits? Are they departed souls? I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's not really a, I mean, I'm sure there's a clear definition on Webster's right. or whatever, but in people in, in general don't have like a clear definition of spirits, like disembodied yes. personalities. Well, you, but you could say evil spirits and people would think demonic. Right. You could say um, spirits of our ancestors and think of the souls of our ancestors after they die. Mm-hmm. You could think of spirits as think of, uh, whiskey. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I beat you, man. Yeah, you could think of whiskey. You could think of uh, all kinds of things with, with the word spirits. But Think of like the spirit of something, like its energy, its vibe. Yeah. Like the spirit, yeah. like smells like teen spirit. Or the intention of something. Yeah. But no, you could do something in the spirit of, you know, Thanksgiving. Or the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, like whatever. It's yeah. General mood and right. It's purpose. Mood. Yeah. So the word spirit has a lot of different meanings. Has a lot of meanings. Yeah. So like, uh, I want to get back to uh, like because I'm a semi Bible nerd, but there's a story about spirits, in which a character in the Bible, Saul, wanted to talk to a spirit of Elijah, who was mm-hmm. a prophet, or maybe it was Samuel. Right. And so he goes to the a witch. I think it was the witch of Endor. That sounds like a character from Lord of the Rings. Or Star Wars. Endor, you know, that's where all the little Ewoks are. Isn't that Endor? I don't think so. Anyway, but he goes to this witch, and she tries to conjure up a spirit. And his spirit actually shows up. And she freaks out because that's not normal. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. She's supposed to be yeah. taking his money. Yeah, she's supposed to just be making yeah. crap up. And all of a sudden, the real spirit shows up. And she's like, hey. Yeah, and it gives uh, Saul a very dire well, prophecy. I think Elijah's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean I'm going to die tomorrow? I was having fun. <laughs> I was hanging out in heaven, and then you go to a witch like that. I yeah, think. I think he sounded a little ticked off. I think so. But, that's my impersonation of Elijah. But anyway, that's that, that's a biblical narrative that kind of says, hey, maybe there is the possibility of spirits interacting with this dimension, with this world. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too deep into any kind of theology. I just want to just say, okay, there is an example of this. Even if you are predisposed to think that all of this is a bunch of baloney. Right. So you got spirits and you got them wanting or not wanting to interact with us, but us probably more wanting to interact with them. I think we have an itch that we want to scratch. Mm -hmm. We want to know what happens when we die. Oh, yeah, for sure. We want to know how our great uncle Harry is doing on the other side after he died. Right. You know, what about my mom? Is she doing okay? Mm-hmm. So you think about this stuff, and then you're hoping that you can get this communication, that they can answer some questions, because death is scary. Mm-hmm. That, and there's always something you want to say to those people. Yeah, something you didn't get to say to you them You didn't get to life. say or that. You know, you some a life event happens and you didn't get to share it with them and you'd want mm-hmm. to and you'd hope that they're just up in heaven and they're watching you and yeah, that's the ideal situation, but you don't know for you sure. You don't know. And then okay, so from a different perspective, you go to a scary place that has a really bad history, and you're aware that there are people that have died there. Lots of people. And it was a place of misery and suffering. And it was like the end of a destination of life right. for a lot of people. Like the tuberculosis hospital. Right. The university inn. The university inn. Oh, you bring all of this with you. It's a scary place. The lights are out. It's dark. It's creepy. There's 
all kinds of dust and dilapidation in the air. Right. And and what do you expect to see? What are you trained to see? Because you've seen and heard about all of these other experiences Little, that people yeah. have had. And so you bring that with you into this environment. And then you're heightened. You're looking. You're aware mm-hmm. for anything to be weird. Not to mention, I think you brought up something when you mentioned the dark. I think people are pre-programmed to be a little hesitant to proceed, a little aware in the dark because they don't know what they're going to walk into. You can't see. And before we had flashlights and, you know, fire Lanterns. isn't always available. Lanterns aren't always available. Torches. And you're walking out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you're on the Great Plains of Montana and you're walking out and you're like, am I going to walk into something? And meanwhile, there aren't are planes in Montana? night predators that are out there that can see exactly fine in the dark there's a lot of nocturnal animals <laughs> and i think people from a very young age like like my son in the dark i feel like he's more sensitive than he is in the in when i have the lights on i am i am i'm super i get when we go up when we go up camping and we're yeah. sitting out in the dark click click flashlight and it's like what what was that <laughs> what was that over there because you know, I mean, you're aware there's mountain lions, there's wolves, there are bears, there are things that could eat you that see you very well in the yeah. dark. And and the dark just stimulates your imagination too, yeah. especially when it's contrasting dark. Because you know you can't see beyond yeah. that little blast of light and everything behind it is invisible. Yeah. So so why do all of the scary movies take place in the dark? Do you ever Have you ever seen a scary movie in the bright of daylight? Not many. I mean, you could find a creepy thing to do in the daylight, but most every right. scary movie that we've been trained to see and experience for the is last... Is in the dark. Yeah. It's in the dark. I think it's easier to make it scary in the dark, too, because yeah. you can hide the cable that pulls the blanket off the lady. You know? <laughs> yeah. You can... you can Before CG? Yeah, you can put the black veil in front of the lady and then pull it off, and then you can see her white face all of a sudden. Yeah. It's not like... It's not CGI even. It's just dark. It is dark. It's just darkness and you can't see it. It's <laughs> spooky sometimes. So let's go back to tech because that's what we want to talk oh, yeah. about. We want to talk about the the hype around ghost hunting. I think the more I look at ghost hunters, I think some of them are doing it for fun, kind of like us on our podcast. Right. And, you know, they're, they're, they're fine with whatever whatever direction that it goes. But then you have others that are solely driven by making things overly dramatic. Mm -hmm. Everything is there's this big, huge, deep, dark secret or something. Yeah. And every time they end, they end, you know, before they go to a commercial break, they have this big cliffhanger. Something happens with this shrill music. Yeah. And then they go to commercial and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch. And then when you come back, it's never, you never get the itch scratched. It's always like, right at the end, he's like, did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's on the good note. I mean, those are the good ones. The bad ones are obviously faked. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really down on the whole ghost hunting thing. I liked them when they first came out. Yeah. They're fun to watch either way. Yeah. I watched them all the time when I lived here. Yeah. We, we both did. Yeah. And it was fun, but and now looking back, it's like, you know, after, if they never reveal anything true, it always ends with, well, what we may have seen was blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Could this have been blah, blah, and blah? And at the end, they do a recap. But, they show the dust, the ball of light Yeah, that could be dust. 
they show the same voicing where it's like he's walking and then he hears hey yeah really randomly and he's like did you hear that yeah anybody could have said hey or you know you could have heard like a furnace kick on in the distance and it went your brain is saying hey so the show always had such of a leap to get to its point and then the points were vague so they were hard to trust. They're hard to believe. So here's something that I was thinking about on the way home on my commute today. Mm-hmm. So we did that whole series on cattle mutilations and UFOs and aliens and all of that kind of stuff. Right. To me, that's a thousand times more plausible and intriguing than what I see on most ghost hunting shows. Right. Because those at least have... This strange phenomena that's happening. If you haven't seen our or listened to our series on on cattle mutilations, I mean, it's the first ones that we did. There's three different uh, episodes. Um, we go off on tangents all the time, but still do. Yeah, but it's a really weird phenomena, and, and there's physical evidence. There's on physical evidence like left you could, behind. You could do a necropsy. Yeah, on the thing right. that it's about. You can't. Do a necropsy. What you can't even prove the spirits, the yeah. ghost. Yeah, and that's why they come up with the technology is because they want to prove it. But it's so, so you hard can to prove. watch all of these shows on the supernatural, and you're always left wanting, and there's never anything solid. Now there are solid things out there about supernatural entities and apparitions. They do exist. But they don't usually exist on like the ghost hunting shows. They usually exist on like the Amityville Horror, Mm -hmm. which was inspired on a true event on an exorcism. They usually have some kind of nefarious, demonic kind of activity associated with them. Paranormal activity. Those are supposedly based on true stories. Right. So those things do exist. I mean, right now is like one of the hottest times for exorcisms that's ever existed. Really? Oh my gosh, it's happening everywhere. Crazy. Yeah, and like the Catholic Church is going crazy because they don't have enough trained priests on how to do them. Hmm. I mean, it's a a creepy deal. There's a new uh, series on, I think it's on ABC or NBC or CBS, one of those big three, called Evil. That kind of deals with like possession and all of these weird angles. And one thing I like about it is they don't really tell you whether it's actually evil or if it's just people associating evil instead of... Uh, more natural, sinister. Oh, kind so of they things. don't imply. Well, they, they imply. They leave it open. They imply, and that's what I like about it because it's kind of like what we are seeing with the spirits and and stuff that we see on ghost hunters and and things like that. Is that you know trying to answer these questions? Is it supernatural? Mm-hmm. Is it evil? Or is it something that's natural that can be explained by science? It, so they go out and like there's a supposedly a possessed girl. Mm-hmm. And does she have some kind of schizophrenic break? Is she mentally incapacitated? Is that what's causing right. her to manifest these illness. things that are classical demonic possession kind of things? Like speaking in a language she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, her bleeding from places, you know, scratching herself speaking in a low voice rah, rah, rah. you know is it natural or is it evil right and that's what i find the same kind of weird dichotomy with apparitions what could it be it could be both i mean it could be a grandpa 
trying to communicate or grandma trying to communicate mm-hmm. with me and warn me of something. It could be a spirit that's saying, you know, that had a bad rap and was in an awful place and it's caught in a loop. And, you know, I don't know how this it stuff could be works. Just the, the energy universe. could be the energy. Harmless. Yeah. It can't touch you, but just the, because I've been to like, um, I was so young at the time. Now I would have a lot more respect for it. But I've been to battlefields in Pennsylvania and D.C., that whole area, and there were people that had died there. And I don't know if it's the mystique of it all. I don't know if it's the way it's presented to you or the signs or the fact that you just know. But there is something kind of lingering there. Yeah. Like, it would be hard to go play a game of tag in this location right. but because he, it's got this like over yeah. hanging fog of something but if you didn't know if it wasn't like a cemetery or a battleground where you're visiting where there are plaques and there are all this right. you know all of these things that tell you bad things happened here and it was just a field would you have felt that way i don't know yeah. I, there's no way to know because yeah i knew it was where it was well, like right here where we live, we know that something really horrible didn't happen right under our feet, you know, a thousand years ago. Odds are something did. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and I don't know how you separate your psychological dispositions from reality. And then you kind of reinforce your psychological dispositions, to use your words. You kind of reinforce those thoughts, those dispositions with technology mm-hmm. that may or may not be the most accurate, but you're using it as a way to kind of satisfy that feeling potentially. Yeah. So I was going to, I was going to mention, and we're talking about spirits and weird things. When you were a little kid, uh-oh, you had an invisible friend named Janie. Janie. And you used to talk to it and you came up with this elaborate story and your mom and I wondered sometimes if maybe you weren't seeing something or talking to something and we prayed about it because mm. we didn't want it to be something you know evil right um but you would come and say yeah Janie, my friend he doesn't have a mom and dad because they died in a fire <laughs> and he lives under my bed and you would have these elaborate stories of how you interacted with him and we were like Oh my gosh, what is this? Is it a ghost? Is it a spirit? Is it evil? Is it a demon that's, you know, what is this thing? Right. And we didn't make a big deal out of it, but, you know, we spent a few uh, conversation cycles <laughs> talking about what in the heck is <laughs> going on with our little crazy. kid. Is he like, he, this kid's got an imagination. It's funny. How old was I? I don't like, know. Had I ever heard of somebody burning to death? That's the thing that I think is weird about it. That's you, a really You were three or four. Detail. No, I don't. You know, unless you saw something on the TV, TV watching news or something, I don't think you did. I do remember when I was young, I was afraid of fires in our house or like a, a robber or somebody uh, in the house uh-huh. or a earthquake. Those things I feel like might have been more scary to me than like boogeyman or so maybe psychologically if you were scientifically going to explain it is maybe your mind developed a character that could help you deal with those fears could have been yeah but maybe do you remember anything about about that that character that entity janie i was actually i was gonna bring it up maybe in a different podcast episode but i found a newspaper article 
of a family in Utah. Where we were living at the time. That had a kid named Janie. Janie? It was Jane. Or was it Jamie or Janie? I could look through my photos, but his name was, they called him Janie. Uh-huh. It was like Jameson or, uh, I don't know. And the mom and dad had died. And the uncle lived down the street and had ran in and saved the kid. Janie. Janie. And that's the end. That's all the really the article says. I saw it. I don't even know where I saw it. See, that's really creepy. So that's one of those things. I made that up. <laughs> you just made <laughs> You dickwad. You're not. That's not that's funny. That's so funny. That's not funny. See, that's what ghost hunters do. <laughs> That's what those Just guys do. They, they make it into this big deal. You got me, <laughs> you jerk face. Anyway, I've been uh, thinking about this for a long time. God, I wanted to make print out a newspaper article. <laughs> and you, why would you do that to me and our listeners? I apologize profusely for my son. He's a jerk face. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, you had me going. I'm like, really? This is really crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I stopped you before you went too far, man. Well, I guess that's a good place to kind of wrap this up (laughs) because it just goes to show how you can get something in your mind Mm -hmm. and you believe it's true. And, you know, the person that perpetuates the lie is very nefarious and evil. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it kind of it really does kind of give you a taste for how easy it is to go down that slope. Right. I And to answer your original question before my bullshit answer, yeah, I do kind of remember that. And I don't know if it's just from you guys talking about it as I'm older or what, but I kind of do remember not really like seeing anybody, but like kind of knowing, and it sounds dumb to say it, but like knowing there's somebody there named Janie. Huh. Or like under my bed, I have like a really vivid memory of what under my bed looks like. Yeah. And I would like, I feel like I broke light bulbs a few times under my bed. Trying to look under there? No, like I think I actually just grabbed light bulbs that had been taken out and put in a trash can or something and like broke them under my bed. Why would you do that? I don't know. But I kind of remember that being associated with Janie. We need to go get him help right away. <laughs> I don't know. I just these are weird things. Maybe the light bulb is like what started the fire. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> so there you go. People experience things and they want explanations and they try to find those explanations. And you know, sometimes they find them, sometimes they don't. They go into this real weird world of ethereal guessing. Right. And then you have people that jump in there and they say, oh, I know what that is. I'm going to lead you on your hunt to the answers. And they throw out all kinds of stuff, which probably isn't very accurate. Right. And my bottom line is, I don't know. I'm not saying there is or isn't. I think there are things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I can't help but view things through my upbringing, from my history, which is I have a very religious upbringing and so i've i think of all those things i've heard not because i want to but i think about them first because that's what's in my head Mm -hmm. and then you know i do believe things you know about the bible and other things so i kind of look there for answers and the way i look is often predetermined by how i was taught things growing up which aren't 
those things aren't always accurate. Right. And so when I look at this subject, I am trying really hard to not jump into any kind of judgment or any kind of predisposed idea of what these things are or aren't. I'm trying to strip all that off and say, okay, really, what is going on here? Right. And then you hit this supernatural fluff that you see on ghost hunters and other things that you know is just a bunch of a baloney. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of gives you a real bad taste for the possibility of anything real going on. But yeah. in my heart, I think I really do believe there are things that are supernatural. Even if you just go off the Bible-based thing. Yes, yes. Which we're not trying to Bible thump. We talk about it a lot because we That's think our about it a lot. That's yeah. where we are. What do you we do? We grew up knowing those things mm-hmm. and learning those things. But if you just went with the Bible thing, and even if you're just into it as a hobby, cool book or a science fiction work, there's still those things in there. There's giants. There's... Monsters, there's demons, demons, there's ghosts of people who are dead. There's the thing that freaked me out. Other entities like that are more powerful than us. The Elohim, the the Council of Gods, the Council of Supernatural Super Beings, the Elohim. That blew my mind. And this is something that I probably just kind of started to grapple with over the last two years. It's like, wait a minute. All of this weird stuff that I hear in Greek mythology and all of these other... Norse mythology. Yeah, all these mythologies. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's got the same root. It sounds very similar yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. And then so now if you look online, you'll see like people talking about the... What are they called? There's, they're like these aliens um, that have a special name in South America and other places that that are basically the same things as what we would call the Elohim, which are these extra-dimensional beings, super beings. And you're like, oh my gosh, this kind of all ties together, and it can kind of freak you out. It's kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, kind of freak you out. It makes you think, like, people definitely, well, definitely, probably, people definitely want to figure out if those things are real, because it's so consistent that people see or hear or feel something. And people are always talking about it. Yeah. And it's human's nature to create things. Yeah. So why aren't... I mean, we try to create things that yeah. help us support or back up or discover whatever we're feeling and yeah. f- seeing. And then we end up kind of in this conversation where is it real? You know, there's no way that light turning green means there's a ghost here. Yeah. But we kind of want to believe it because that's what we're... Well, and we're what, almost trained yeah. to do that. What I really appreciate is like I have the freedom now for, and I'm fifty something years old. I have the freedom for the first time in my life, probably in the last five years, to really question, to really look at things and say what is true. And then not only do I have the freedom, but it's almost like my responsibility. It's like I. It's not that I can do it. It's that I should do it. I should research things. Right. And and I should find the true answer of what things are. If I can. And there's a saying that kind of helps me with this. It's uh, it's to God's glory to build mysteries into the universe. Whoa. And it's man's privilege to discover them. 
And I think that is cool. That's pretty cool. So it's like, not only can I, but it's my honor. It's my privilege to be able to discover what is a ghost. What is an evil spirit? Not because I'm infatuated with the idea of evil or ghosts or anything like that. Or I don't want to get into something and get in trouble with forces that are beyond me. But I do have the desire to understand and find and discover mysteries. Right. And perfect podcast material, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether discovering the, mystery, yeah, whether finding strange things, UFOs. Yeah, it's the strange things in the world that that I can investigate and find answers for. Right, that turns my crank. It's pretty fun, and I hope I get enough chances to do that. You know, I'm fifty something. I hope I can do it for another twenty years at least. Right, because I mean that's the way I want to live my life. That'd be fun. Yep, and then you can carry it on and give it to your kid. And he'll be going, what the heck was Grandpa thinking? Grandpa and Dad were freaking weird. Yeah, what were they doing? (laughs) So, my thoughts on all of this technology is the more non-mechanical, (laughs) non-electronical things, like the Ouija board, even the mediums I would trust more than the... The light bulbs. At least something you think is influencing yeah. them. And, and at least Rather they got a Rather than a, a random to... number generator yeah. or something inside of a ghost box. I wonder how many times in those movies the ghost box, they're like, are you here with us? 71. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's a, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, <laughs> but a ghost could influence number 71. No, but why would they do that? If you asked them how, if you're hanging out and then they're like, 71. That's exactly the point. Where are it's you like, from? At least a tornado. At least a human person, you know, you have the mystery that maybe yeah, it's encountering something. Sometimes those people make voices that are maybe unnatural or yeah. they, you know, lights, well, the lights flickering. I wouldn't trust for a minute. Yeah. She's probably pushing a button under the table. But you talk to somebody who really has a good story and you can see it in their eyes. That's what I believe mm-hmm. more than. Yeah. And as far as the Ouija board goes, it's not the Ouija board, the hand, you know, are you a ghost with us? And then the... the um, well, the Ouija board requires you saying things in repetition, almost like a, a, a prayer or a chant to have spirits come and direct your hand. So you're inviting well, something to come and direct you into, to move your hands into the right spot. So, yeah, but you don't, I mean, like, I think you do like a seance or whatever. Yeah. Right. And the, I, I remember the word, it's planchette, uh-huh. is the name of the little lens. Yeah. And there's numbers and basic answers on the board. You ask, are you a ghost? And it, it might slide up to yes. the word yes. No, there's numbers no. and there's an alphabet. Is, what's your name? And it's like, mm-hmm. J-E-F-F. My name's mm-hmm. Jeff. And then those don't get me as much as when you hear stories of, yeah, we were playing with the Ouija board. And then... In my sister's room, the mirror fell off the wall and broke. And you're like, that's terrifying. That is so creepy because nobody was upstairs. So in that new series on CBS called Evil, Mm -hmm. there is a mom who has, I think, four daughters. And they start messing around with a Ouija board inside of a video game. They're playing with a Ouija board in a video game. They're playing a VR game, and there's a Ouija board in the VR game. And they go in, and there's 
evil spirits that are moving the Ouija board puck around while they're touching it virtually. And it is creepy. Is it? And I don't want to do a plug for evil, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> I mean, my wife won't watch it. Your wife probably wouldn't watch it. No, my wife won't even listen to our podcast. It's not that scary. It's just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you you know, it's a weird thing. It's like, I guess the difference is like ghost hunting or whatever. You're kind of asking if there are spirits out there in Ouija boards and those kind of things. You're actually requesting that spirits guide you to answers. So you're inviting them in. And one of the things I read about, uh, you know, ghost hunting and messing around if you do feel like something is haunted you don't want to interact and engage with them if mm-hmm. if like you have a house that you think is haunted you don't want to try to elicit their response you want them to go away and you want to ignore them and so if you are inviting them mm-hmm. into your life then it only gets worse the hauntings get worse and i right. thought that was an interesting article it kind of fits with the ouija board thing if you're inviting these things in so I guess the bottom line is ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, <laughs> but also be careful. You know, don't get yourself into something that could bite you in the end. Right. That being said, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have a Ouija board story yes. or you have a ghost story, you played with an EMF detector and you got a crazy voice, especially yes, if you have it on video or a... Audio recording. Audio recording of yeah. something, and you can set up the scenario and tell us a little bit about what happened. You should send it in. We would love to hear it. Awesome. And we, as much as we knock it on the podcast, every time we see a video of a hand reaching around and grabbing a little girl in the dark that just disappears, <laughs> my dad and I are both like, Whoa, did you see that? That was so yeah. cool. How did they do that? <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's very intriguing to us. So yeah, we absolutely we might be we want your stories. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be even ghost stories. We just want a strange thing story. Strange thing stories. If you have one, we're trying to put together like uh, these in between topics that we'll do like one off episodes, mm-hmm. and we want to categorize them. I know I'm I'm thinking of two right now. I've got them up on the website. You know, if you've got a story about a strange internet date. Because it's a strange thing. Be fun. I want to hear about that. We've yeah. got a few of those already. Yeah. And then also, if you've got a strange story about... What is the other one that I put up there? Oh, dreams. Strange and dreams. And call sure. out to uh, Don Midkiff, who gave us this idea. I said, you should do an episode on strange dreams. So shout out to Don. If you have an, a recurring dream or a dream that you've had in the past that has shaken your world and actually changed the, something about your life, we want to hear those stories. Yeah, they could be good, they could be scary, they could be whatever. Um, they could be prophetic. You're prophetic. Your face is prophetic. <laughs> no, your face is prosthetic. What? Yeah, it's not real. Anyway, let's get back to it. <laughs> I'm only going with pathetic. <laughs> but please send us your stories. If we use them, we'll send you swag. We'll give you free stuff. And if we don't use them, we will listen to everyone and read everyone. Write them out on an email to mystory@astrangething.com, or you could record them on your smartphone or, or whatever device that you have, 
and attach that to an email and send it to my story at astrangething.com. If you can spell, you've got it. We want to know them. We want to hear them. We want to categorize them. We want to put them out there for other people to hear. Yep. Any weird stories, great. Yep. I mean, you mentioned dreams, yeah, stuff like that. If you got bit by a shark. Or a spider. A spider, and you now you swing through. Or a rabbit New gerbil. York. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a story about a hunting trip, we did a strange thing in the woods. Yes. I'm a hunter. I know that yeah. sometimes you walk up on weird stuff. Yep. We love camping. If you have a strange thing story while you're camping. You walked into a strange situation with people at the store. Yeah. Police officers run into strange things all the time. Yep. If you're a police officer, you've got some strange oh stories. Gosh. Maybe we'll come up with a strange story police yeah. edition. Police we'll call story it the strange thin blue thing. line. Oh. The strange blue line. Strange blue line. I like it. Something like that. I like it. Yeah. Do it. All you uh, law ENT enforcement guys, yeah. firefighters, emergency response, whatever. If it's gruesome, just warn us. Yeah. Don't send pictures if they're <laughs> gross. <laughs> but, you know, we've messed with that a little bit, too, mm-hmm. in our lives. So send us your stories. We want those. We're going to build a catalog. We're going to categorize them and put them in things. And if we get enough for a show, we're going to do it. If we get enough for an episode, we're going to we're gonna rip one off in between our main topics. And it's going to be awesome. Yep. And we've got some strange destinations probably coming up. In the spring and summer. Yes. When it starts getting nice. We're gonna right be now going it's out. like freezy rain, slushy snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's winter. Oh, winter. But we want to go look at some crazy lights. In winter? Not in the winter. Oh, and we want to go do... We're going to do a series on... We're going to call it... Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to call it, but it's about Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti. Giants. Giants. And uh, we have a destination, which is going to be in Nevada. And it's about some really weird stuff down there, but that's later. Yep. We got things planned, man. We want to do some crazy stories, so hang in there with us. And and like we said, leave a review. We need them. Thank you so much, everybody, for patronizing us. And also, have a great day. Have a great week. Keep being strange. And join us next time for some cold drinks and some strange conversations. Taters. Taters. <laughs>